Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Welcome to another massive hour of the Jack and Flash show on SEN Hobart and of course SEN Track at the northern part of the state and right around the country and the world on the SEN app. It's all thanks to Harrison Agents selling your home. Contact Harrison Agents today. As always, you can give us a call on 1342 1533 or send us a text on 0437 552 Well, it's that time, Flashman where we are joined by our cricket correspondent. And what a great correspondent he is, of course, the Australian <laughs> cricket, <laughs> cricket test cricket captain. I wasn't, wasn't ready for Tim Payne, Payne, welcome back to the show. Hey, Jeds, how are we? Yeah, very good, very good. Uh, mate, big win last night. Big win last night in the T20 World it Cup. It was. How important Much is it for Australian too. cricket? Uh, yeah, it's, it's always important. World Cups, aren't they? You want to perform well at them. And um, last night, I think, you know, it wasn't just the result. I think it was probably the way the boys went about it. There was a bit more aggression uh, with both bat and ball. And uh, I think when we play that way, we're pretty hard to beat. So it's good to see some of our better players. Zampa taking wickets. Stark started well. Hazelwood. Uh, Finch was really aggressive at the top. So it was a, it was a pretty complete team performance last night and obviously fixed our net run rate issues, which is um, excellent going into our last round game against the West Indies. Going into that game, Payne, clearly our net run rate was poor prior to playing Bangladesh yep. last night. The focus is always getting the win, but would Langer, Justin Langer have said to the boys, we need to win and we need to win pretty pretty well to, to get above South Africa? Yeah, I think they would have been happy to win the toss um, and bowl first because then it, it gives you the opportunity to chase um, you know, as quickly as you want. So that certainly puts them in a better position to be able to fix net run rate. But I think, obviously, the first goal would have been to to just win. Um, but certainly, I'd imagine they would have spoken about just keeping the communication open when there is an opportunity to put, put down and try and win a game um, by more in these World Cups when there is net run rate. Um, yeah, you've got to try and take every opportunity that you can. And as I said, I thought that the bowlers with Zampa wrapped up that innings beautifully and then Finchie and Davey came out with some real aggression. And, um, and Mitch Marsh as well, who came out and finished it off. So it was, as I said, a bloody very, very clinical performance, which is great, building towards the back end of the tournament. We keep talking about Tim uh, every week. We've been chatting about the performance of Zampa and how well suited he is over there. I mean... You and I have yep. talked about the fact we, we'd love to see Swepson involved at some stage, you know, at the yep. international level, but he's not getting a game in the minute. Zappa looks absolutely outstanding. He does, and he's been, to be fair, he's been an excellent performer for, for Australian white ball cricket for a long time and, and for the Melbourne Stars. So, uh, he's held that mantle, I suppose, as the number one white ball spinner for a while, and, um, yeah, I think... He's always been an important part, and he's going to be, you know, critical to us going deeper into this World Cup. So to have him 
um, you know, number one spinner in, in good form and in really confident going forward. I think he's, he's excellent. Uh, Swerthos probably going to have to wait a little bit longer, but he's um, you know, probably next in line for, for red ball cricket. So I think we'll see a bit more of Swepo in the, in the coming years. But um, at the moment, certainly in white ball, he's, he's going to have to bide his time. We, we like having Mitch Marsh back in this team, don't we, for the remainder, Tim? I mean, yeah, he, I do. Is, is he, Absolutely. That dynamic sort of player that he is um, yep. with the white ball in particular, he, it, it seems right, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. And he's, he, in all the reports out of it, um, you know, even the West Indies and the Bangladesh two before, he's, he's hitting the ball, you know, as well, if not better than he ever has. And I think he's had that really nice stage of his career where you're sort of, you know, he's coming towards sort of 30 and understands his game really well. And, and in cricket, that can be a bit of a sweet spot. And, um, I even seen him walk out last night, like he's playing with absolute intent and, and zero fear of getting out. And when you have a batsman with his skill and power that, has that mindset, they become extremely dangerous. And, um, you know, I think we saw it a little bit from Finchie last night as well. So those guys hitting the ball well, uh, there'll be some bowling attacks looking around now, seeing the way those two went about it last night. Uh, and you're standing at the top of your mark now, and it's a different kettle of fish when they're coming at you as they were last night. Um, it puts the bowler under immense pressure, as, as England have done. That's sort of the trademark of their white ball cricket. They come at you super hard, and, and it can make even the very best bowlers quite nervous when they're standing at the top of their mark. When you get in their mind like that, that's when mistakes tend to happen. So I hope they keep that aggression, and uh, Mitch Marsh is certainly a key part of that. Of course, chatting here to Tim Payne, Australian Cricket Test Captain Payne. The question on everyone's lips is: Would you have caught that third? Uh, would you have caught the third one in Zampa's hat trick there, mate, or with a weighty, weighty grass? Oh, you, would never, you, have you never that? know. Oh, you, you should you'd probably like surely, to catch him at you? your best. To be fair, yeah, you would. But look, it can happen. Certainly, I can. Speak from my own experience last year against Lino there in the last test, it can happen. Um, as much as we train, as hard as we work at it, sometimes mistakes happen. Uh, so I did feel for him, and he handled it quite well, though. When Zamps reminded him was the hat-trick ball, I would have blown up, I reckon, if he said that to me. But there's nothing a wicketkeeper hates more than someone pointing out something like that or a really obvious mistake. It's like, yeah, mate, I know. I'll try uh, to drop so that one. He handled it pretty, pretty nicely, yeah. Uh, last one Normally on the T20. More aggressive, lady. Yeah, <laughs> we chatted about that before. Last one on the T20 World Cup before we go. How important is it for Australia? To, it's to be successful because it's probably been the the query on Australian T20 that we haven't been successful. Um, we've had bit part players. We've had a really sort of rotating side. We finally got our best cricketers yeah. back in the team. How important is it for for that format and for even for the big bash and, and the flow and effect of there? Um, yeah, I think it's certainly the piece of silverware that, that we're chasing because we haven't been able to get. And obviously, we're we're a proud cricket country, so the T Twenty is something we want to tick off. And as you said, we, we've struggled to get consistently our best team on the park, and and even now we've we've finally got our best players on the park. They haven't played much as a combination, so their roles change every now and then, and. Um, they haven't had continuity for, obviously, the last 12 to 18 months. So, um, you know, that's not an excuse. It's what I'm starting to see, though, in the last few games is they're starting to play a little bit better and, and starting to be more comfortable with each other. So um, it's hugely important. Um, I think, you know, if you win a World Cup or go really well in a World Cup, it takes a lot of pressure off individuals that are in and around the team as well, both from a playing perspective and, and coaching staff. So um, because of our lack of success, I suppose, in T20, there's a, there's a number of guys in Australian cricket are under under the pump in that format and 
um, and people are hungry for success and, and those players are certainly hungry for that success as well. So, um, as I said last night, I thought it was a positive step forward, albeit, you know, Bangladesh are having some issues. It was just around the way we went about it, uh, the way we played last night, I thought it was fantastic. So if we can take that forward and, and you know, going through to the semi-finals, as I said, I think there's some teams around the world who know that Australia aren't playing all that well in T20, but when we do, on our day, we can certainly beat anyone. So they'll be looking over their shoulder if we can if we can get through to these semi-finals. Well, Payne, uh, I don't know whether you've caught up on this recently, social media and a few little grabs here. Shane Warne, uh, of course, the greatest <laughs> Shane Warne, the spinner, the king, had this to say oh, about Australia's current test cricket team. I just look at the Australian side and there's a lot of gaps. I think our fast bowlers, Pat Cummins looks a short of a gallop. Now we know he's going to come good because he's world class. But Stark's nowhere. Uh, Hazelwood's bowling well. But apart from that, we've got Warner, you know, he's not making a run very much. Who's he going to open with? Labashane, Smith, 3-4. Who's going to bat five? Green's still a young player, looks pretty good. Payne, he's a, you know, he's had a shocker the last couple of years as captain. Tactically, he's been very poor, lost two series, can't make a run. So our side's not that great. You know, here's the big thing. No one fears Australia anymore. No one fears Australia anymore. And and even in that pain, he's had a go tactically at you and the way you've been coaching, uh, uh, captaining, sorry. Right of reply, Tim. What have you got to say? No, no, I'm going to let it go, Jack. To be honest, I'm uh, no, no. That I would bite my tongue. <laughs> um, I've got some things I need to concentrate on first. So, no. Look, what I will say is, Warney is obviously very opinionated, and he's happy to give his opinion. And oh, really, Tim? You no, know, you guys are sitting there now in the media, and his job is to critique us um, and give his opinion. So, look, I've worked in commentary and cricket. Uh, worked on the radio with you guys and at times you have to give an opinion that people don't like and might not necessarily agree with and um, end of the day that's his opinion and um, we'll let him have it for now. Tim there's a difference between critiquing and fabricating and Shane Warren is he's he may have fabricated a few little things in there and I, I, yeah, I just look at I just look at the way we're shaping up. I, um, Flash, I think that the T20 World Cup, whilst it's a completely different format of cricket, is setting us up nicely. Now, it, whether we go on to make the final or win it, we've actually started to find some form, some form. And Dave Warner is a crucial part of that. Mitchell Stark will be a crucial part, we think, to the Ashes as well. But yeah. Warney, get it right. Get it right. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, and the other the thing is, things. I mean, we're, we're not hiding from the fact that we haven't played our best test cricket. There's no doubt about that, particularly last summer. The summer before that, we won 5-0. Um, and we've had no very, very little test cricket. So, yeah, we, there are some guys that are struggling um, for some continuity and some consistency because, you know, Jack, if you played four games of footy in 12 months, you're not always going to be at your absolute best. Um, so it can be difficult, and we've this team has had some challenges that no other Australian team has had, and um, we're fighting our way through them like you AFL players are. And, uh, sometimes you don't quite play at your best, but um, we're not hiding away from that and saying that we are the greatest Australian cricket team or we're dominant and we're playing as well as we would like to. We we said that ourselves that we think we've got plenty of improvement left, but we also think that our best cricket is right up there. So. Um, that's what we're trying to concentrate on is, is making sure that we're ready to go for the Ashes and this test team can play its, its best cricket. But again, we've got some challenges with guys being on a T20 World Cup, then coming home, doing two-week quarantine in a hotel room without training uh, and then having about eight days before we head into the first test. So it's going to be a challenge for not only for us but for England. But um, yeah, there's some challenges that international sportsmen at the moment are, are facing that others haven't had to in the past.
We're speaking with the skipper of the country, Tim Payne. And, and Tim, the beauty of it is, and Jack mentioned about the T20 and the build-up from that, but probably more importantly, with the, the Shield cricket going on, we're going to get a real... We already have had a good insight in, in the form of some players. Um, I'll talk about Will Pekoski if we can in a minute as well, but there's a yeah. real battles going on, isn't there? Kawaja started so well, Marcus Harris uh, fires back with a big 100 next week. We start with the Shield games again uh, today, the Vicks playing New South Wales. The Tigers back against the Redbacks down here for the first game of the season next week. Queensland playing WA. Um, things are pretty tight at the top in particular, pardon the pun, because that, that opening yep. spot is where we're very focused on at the minute. Yeah, absolutely. And, and obviously, Will Bukowski's, you know not playing today, which is um, not ideal for him. But um, you know, we, we just want to get him right. He's got 10, 12 years left of international cricket once we can get him fit. So there's no rush on here. But like you said, I think the pleasing thing in the last couple of Shield games or the start of the Shield season has been uh, the guys that you would like or that have been talked about to be in the frame for those opening spots or that number five, six spot have all been scoring runs um, and making George Bailey's job more and more difficult as each Shield game goes on. So that's what we want. We want those guys that are up for spots scoring big hundreds and, and putting pressure on um, each other and building the depth around our squad. So, you know, Marcus Harris, Usman Khawaja, guys like that have certainly been putting their hand up um, and they're sort of hardened, experienced players, which, you know, can be a key in, in a big series like an Ashes series. So, um, yeah, we're, well, I'm thrilled to see those guys scoring runs and, and putting their hand up to play a part in the Ashes this summer. Pony, are those two just, in terms of, we look at the openers, Kawaja and, and Harris, but the, the, the number five spot, is, is Travis Head in his form, is he the most likely person to bat number five in that first test? Uh, yeah, well, I think he's one of the guys. I think those probably three three guys that we've spoken of are probably all you know, gunning for spots. Um, so had he started the season on fire, um, Usman the same. So like I said, I, I don't know if anyone's an absolute front runner at the moment. Um, you know, we'll probably have to get George on the show to take us through some of that. Um, but as I said, it's, it's great to see those guys scoring a lot of runs. Woozy in particular has kind of gone out of the team um, for a couple of years. But it's still, you know, the guy averages 40 in test cricket. And um, I think he's average. I don't know exactly. So if I don't know, Jack, I won't throw numbers out there. Off that. <laughs> just I don't just want guess, to be incorrect, but Just fabricate a guess. guess but yeah, but I think his average in Test cricket in Australia is, is unbelievably good as well. So his record uh, on home soil is, is unbelievable and it's great to have such an experienced quality player like him in good form. And then Travis Head to, you know, the younger sort of exciting attacking player that you can throw in at six and he can change the momentum of a game really quickly. So those two in one of those middle order spots um, both both bring a lot of quality and then Marcus Harris is, you know, he's been dominant for Victoria at the top of the order for a couple of years now. He went over and played county cricket and scored an absolute mountain of runs and he's come back and started the season really well. So um, he's certainly putting his hand up um, with Will Bukowski being unavailable. Did you catch that, Jack? You just said head maybe at six. I'm wondering, is that Cameron Green gets an elevation? I'm just going to write a couple of notes down there. We'll just uh, keep an eye on that. Now, Tim, the other day, last no, I said you, I head think, in that yeah. five-six position, David. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon, I must be, must be mistaken. Um, you're having a keep today. Is that right? Have I got that right? Is today you're going to have a decent keep? Um, uh, how are you I had feeling, a mate? I catch yesterday. Uh, Did pretty you? good. Pretty good. Um, I've, uh, yeah, I had a bit of a dive around yesterday, so I'm a little bit stiff today. Uh, I was actually going to have a catch with 
the great Tim Coyle, uh, the former Tasmanian coach, was coming down this afternoon with the Greater Northern Raiders, I think, so I was going to have a catch with him, but uh, I've had to pull a pin on that just to uh, sort of give myself a bit of time uh, to rest up. I suppose I don't want to be doing too much uh, back-to-back days, so, so nothing to worry about, just a bit of stiffness having had a few months off. Um, I've pulled up a little bit sore, but yeah, yesterday was, um, you know, as I would train normally, so it was a really good sign that I got through that and I'm um, looking forward to playing a game of cricket in the coming weeks. And you say playing a game of cricket, is that a shield game or are you looking at a second 11 game there and how many games yeah. are you now forecasting to get before that first test? Uh, yeah, so I'd love to get a club game in um, followed by then either a second 11 or a shield game just depending on the dates of those games and, and how I pulled up from, um, from playing in the club game. Uh, but yeah, ideally, I, you know, I'd like to play a a club game, a second living game, a shield game, and a one day one day for Tassie in late November, and um, and then go up to to Queensland, and um, I think there's talk of us having a sort of interest squad game like we did last Ashes over in England. So um, you know, it's potential I'm getting two, three, or four games of cricket in um, before that first test, which would be a really good result. Very good. That sounds uh, sounds very promising. Well, Payne. I... <laughs> This one got sent to me and you, and, and I. Uh, this is completely off cricket now, so, and I want to. <laughs> I want to talk about this. And uh, article from Blabbermouth.net, uh, January 8, 2003. I'm going to read you out and paraphrase a little bit out. A 27-year-old Australian man beat 10 other finalists to win the Hobart Summer Festival Air Guitar Showdown with his impression of ACDC's Mad Axman Angus Young, according to Australia's well, Tasmanian's The Mercury. David Lithgow carefully choreographed a well-rehearsed piece and won the West <laughs> and won the West Hobart carpet salesman a shiny black electric guitar signed by Cold Chisels Ian Moss Flash is this it can't be true can it you, you what's that? it can't be true yeah, it can be true look, a, it can be true look I'm a three time air guitar champion actually but I did hang up the air um, <laughs> in about 2005-06 many years ago but um, look I you know sometimes after dark and even not after dark we do some interesting things but now that was good. That was good. Uh, the great Ian Moss, hey, Cold Chisel. Um, what a legend he is. Have you, have you still got the guitar? I've very much still got it. Uh, I actually think I gave it to somebody um, that uh, got a bit of benefit out of learning the guitar, which is probably something I wish I did myself. But anyway. Well, uh, Flash, no. Not, not, not anyway. I still got Flash, it. In t- I want to know Flash this. Flash and myself have actually got a bit of a do on tomorrow, so I might see if we can get another rendition of that uh, carefully choreographed performance. Flash, how's the wrist? How's the wrist after? Because he fell off in the in the semi-finals, apparently. He fell off the stage. Is that correct? No, the beauty of it was I actually did a little <laughs> slip, but I sort of manufactured it to land on my knees, and it actually worked out <laughs> magnificently, if I was being quite frank about it. Um, that was the days. Moving uh, on. Very good, very good. Cool. Well, Payne, thank you for joining us, mate. We look forward to catching up with you the next week and seeing how, obviously, the Australians have gone to the T20 World Cup, but also your progression through the neck injury, mate. Best of luck for the week. Beautiful boys, thanks for having me. Chat to you soon. There we are, always joined by the Australian cricket captain Tim Payne. Didn't get a Jock Langdale update. I might get that after the break. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Hobart.